sponsored by Brilliant. In 2014, Tim Cook introduced the big and bigger iPhone 6 and iPhone 6 Plus and followed them up with one more thing, the Apple Watch. In 2019, could Tim Cook announce a smaller and bigger iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 Pro Max and follow them up with one more thing again, Apple glasses? Hold that thought. I'll come right back to it in a scalding minute. For years now, the worst of the worst analysts have been saying that Apple desperately needs a next big thing. And I've been eye-rolling them just adamantium hard because there isn't anything as big as the iPhone yet and there won't be for a good while still. What there is, though, is a series of next small things that, when taken in aggregate, will provide for exceptional value. Literally, one more thing but several of them in succession. Apple Watch, AirPods, services. And if the rumors are true, at some point in the next year or several, Apple Glasses. And yeah, hit subscribe so you don't miss any more videos on that. Now, there's a bunch of information already available about Apple Glasses because Mark Gurman's been reporting on ROS for a while. The starboard frameworks were accidentally included in an iOS release last year. And John Prosser just added that he heard they'll be branded Apple Glass and starting with a price of $4.99. Now, I'm not here to rewrite anyone's blog post or reshoot anyone's video, no. Not today, Satan. You can go read or watch that stuff straight from the original source. Because you know, like Drax, I'm never as interested in the who or the what. I want to know the why is Gamora. I'm Renee Ritchie, and this is the Apple Glass Breakdown. I think a lot of people, a lot of people, assume that the first iteration of Apple Glasses will be like the original Apple Watch. In other words, another wearable shuttlecraft utterly dependent on Starship iPhone for anything and everything major. Maybe even more dependent given the constraints somewhere between the Apple Watch and, say, AirPods. And that certainly makes the kind of sense that does. Given there'd be no room on glasses for an iPhone-style A-series system-on-a-chip, or SOC, and all the memory and storage and battery volume that goes with it. There may not even be room for an Apple Watch-style S-series system and package, SIP, which basically wraps an entire computer in an itty-bitty box. But maybe, just maybe, something between that and the H-series system and package in the current-gen AirPods, which is smaller but also far more specific. An Apple G1, so to speak. Now, Apple had over a decade to study personal computers, including their own Apple II, before launching the Mac. A decade of smartphones and tablet PCs before launching the iPhone and iPad. But they had barely half that time with smartwatches before launching the Apple Watch. And it kind of showed, because the Apple Watch wasn't anywhere nearly as focused in purpose or messaging at that launch. And Apple ended up experimenting, learning, and rapidly improving it over the next few years in public, which was just as interesting as hell to watch, but also totally unprecedented. Glasses are way more like watches than phones or tablets. There was Google Glass, but those were literally an experiment. More recently, Snapticals, Amazon Echo Frames, Norse Focals, and a couple others, which all look far more like normal glasses and less like something the Borg would just wear out for a night on the town. But none of them do very much yet, not even as much as the Apple Watch did at launch. 
Now, despite its initial shortcomings, the original Apple Watch still had a few things going for it. Just like the iPhone wasn't really a smartphone, but the first full-on pocket computer, the Apple Watch really wasn't a smartwatch, but the first full-on wrist computer. It could do a much smaller, much briefer, but still critically important subset of what the iPhone could do. Just like the iPhone could do a much smaller, much briefer, but still critically important subset of what the Mac could do. But by virtue of it being always on your body, on your wrist, the Apple Watch could also do a few compelling things all its own. Then, heart rate monitoring for health and fitness. Now, for medical as well, along with fall detection and international emergency calling. Also, and just as importantly, convenience. Just like you could use that smaller subset of important things on your iPhone without having to go back to your Mac, you can use that even smaller subset of important things on your Apple Watch without even having to reach for your iPhone. Now, what about glasses? Working backwards, the convenience part is easy. With glasses, you could do a much, much smaller subset of things, but without even having to lift your wrist and look at your watch. Meaning, zero effort, heads-up display, HUD, although not anything like what Tony Stark has in the Iron Man armor, at least not yet. As to sensors, I don't know if heart rate would even be possible or if Apple would want to keep that exclusive to the watch, but you'd have LiDAR, which could quickly provide a scan of your 3D environment. It's what the 2020 iPads Pro shipped with and what's rumored to be coming to the 2020 iPhones Pro as well, likely to help get the system adopted vetted and ramped up in time for Apple glasses. Because holding up a giant tablet, even a phone, to see augmented reality layers on top of the real world just isn't cool. Having all that just painted up in front of your eyes, now that's cool. It also sounds like the Apple glasses will be just like the Apple Watch in another way. Maybe glorious, maybe terrible. They won't have an RGB camera. See, on the iPads Pro and the upcoming iPhones Pro, just like the true depth cameras we have today, the back reality cameras will have not just LiDAR, but actual, you know, conventional cameras. Those are the ones that let you take photos and videos, sure, but also let you do things like scan documents and QR codes, identify Lego models, read signs and landmarks, and do basically any level of sophisticated real world ingestion and computer vision, like it all. It's glorious in that not having a conventional camera is critical for privacy. One of the biggest pushbacks against Google Glass was that people didn't like the idea that they could be secretly recorded in a changing room, bathroom, hell, a dining room. And a blinking record light, again, just makes you look like creepy cousin Borg. It's terrible though, in that without a conventional camera, a lot of the convenience of a face-mounted computer just goes away. No walking into Starbucks, glancing at a QR code embedded in the logo and having the daily deals specific to you pop right up. No looking at a sign while you're traveling and having the translation just appear right on top of it. Maybe measurements will still work based off LiDAR alone. Maybe maps will work based off GPS from your phone or watch. Maybe Find My will still light up for devices with U1 chips. Maybe we'll even be able to have AR characters or AR versions of new Apple products dance with our nicely occluded friends. But a lot of that sophisticated stuff, the stuff that relies on depth and image data, just won't have that second set of data to rely on to the point of maybe not having them at all and still having to go back to our iPhone or iPad for it. So the question is, is that trade-off, privacy instead of functionality, a benefit or a drawback for you? Or do you think Apple will find a way for us to have both? 
Let me know in the comments. For me though, initial hardware and functionality aside, what it's all gonna come down to is the experience I get when I put Apple glasses on for the first time. Limited, sure, but also whatever path is glimpseable ahead. With the Apple Watch, when they were still just a rumor, I said my killer feature would have to be convenience. Those few brief critical things they could do even more conveniently than my iPhone. But over the years, it's grown to be more. The things that it can do that no phone can, the health and fitness things, the way they save lives. I feel very much the same way about Apple glasses. I want that heads up display, that HUD in my life. I want it to show me important notifications more easily than even the Apple Watch can. I want it to give me walking directions in a way beyond what Apple Watch's Taptic Engine can. But I also need those other features, not taps or heartbeats or sketches, the stuff that came and went from the original Apple Watch oh so quickly, though I'm absolutely sure we'll get at least some of that in this version too, but the features no iPhone or Apple Watch can do. Maybe not the life-saving ones, but the life-changing ones. And that's key not just for us, but for Apple as well. Because for glasses to be truly successful, for them to be part of that series of next small things, that when taken in aggregate, will provide for exceptional value, Apple will need you to buy them in addition to, not instead of. Just like some portion of us buy the Apple Watch in addition to the iPhone today, and the AirPods in addition to both. Apple glasses have to be literally more than one more thing. They have to be the next in a succession of several more things. When that happens, I fully expect we'll see exactly what we saw with the iPhone 6 and Apple Watch, just with the iPhone 12 or iPhone 13 or sure, iPhone 14 and Apple glasses. And if you wanna be part of all of it, check out this key puzzle on Brilliant. Yeah, seriously, here's how it works. You have to find your keys, but your room is hella messy. As you look, your wall tiles change colors, revealing how close or far your last guess was from the keys. Even if you have no clear indication how to structure your guesses, you can still get better round after round, figuring out your strategy based on the feedback and finding your keys in surprisingly few guesses. And that, that kind of machine learning is gonna be critical to Apple Glasses. And it's just the beginning of Brilliant's Neural Network course, which teaches you the most complex of concepts by breaking them up into bite-sized, understandable chunks. You start by having fun with their interactive explorations, but over time, you'll be absolutely amazed at what you can learn. For more, much more, go to brilliant.org slash Ritchie and sign up for absolutely free. Also, the first 200 of you that go to that link can level up with 20% off the annual premium subscription. Thanks, Brilliant, and thanks to all of you for your support. So I think I have a pretty good idea what Apple Glass are, or Apple Glasses. The former sounds just too much like Google Glass to me, so I'm gonna keep hoping the latter just sticks. But it's still the why Apple Glasses are that's way more important to me. So now I wanna hear from you. Hit like, hit subscribe if you haven't already, and ring that bell so we can hang out and chat in the comments for the first hour right after these videos go live. And then hit up those comments and let me know, what will Apple have to deliver for you to buy the first generation glasses? And what will they have to become over time? Thanks for watching, and for more videos on Apple's upcoming products, check out this playlist right here, or here. One day I will figure out all the years. See you next video.